three, two, one, and we got Kent Hine in the house today. How you doing, Kent? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm so happy to have you on. Um, you know, we've known each other for well about a year now. A little actually, over a year. More actually, closer to two. Actually. Closer to yeah, two. Yeah, that make that makes more yeah. sense actually. Yeah, and um, you know we've known each other through the church, and then you started going to PPTC. That was a, probably about a year ago. Eight months was, about. Yeah. Eight to eight months to about a year ago. December. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, uh, over the course of time, we got to know each other and stuff. But um, when I got you on the podcast today, it's not just for me to get to know you before now, but for everybody to kind of get to know Kent and uh, what he does and um, kind of just your journey and you know uh, we even talk about fitness a little bit how that helped your journey but mainly just about you man right, so well, you. Take, take me through your background man where, where are you from where were you born where were you raised well actually I was born in Kenland Indiana whether or not that's how we got the name of our little company or paint company so I was born ah, so look now, at you look at that that's out now See, I thought I thought that was just your name, and then you just added to no, it. No, it was where actually I was born in Kentland, Indiana. That's awesome. A long, long time ago. So is that is that like the 19th. basis of your name too? Yeah, it's what Laura wanted. She said Look at when, you. I, when I left my brother's company in 2012, we started our own. That's, we just it's kind of a corny name, but you know what? Once you do remember it, you don't forget it. So exactly, and that's the whole thing yeah, for people so, to remember what you're doing. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> No, I was born in Indiana a long time, back in 1956. Uh, grew up on a farm, learned how to work with my hands and a lot of physical labor. Okay. So that's for, and my parents were just common everyday working people. So that's that's what I knew. Uh, when we moved, talking about moving, we moved to uh, schools when I was a junior in high school. And that was quite a, that was a traumatic thing. And where, where is that? In Indiana. So oh, okay. We, so we changed high schools. My mom and dad bought a business, so oh. we moved. Okay. So that makes sense. And that was kind of a getting to know new people, but it's a good thing I did that because it you got out of your comfort zone, which I, I it's I think you're strongest when you're out of your comfort zone. Ah, that's where growth happens the most. So, I tell everybody yeah, that all the time. It does, and uh, I wasn't wild. I love sports. Uh, did that. What didn't wasn't wild about school. I went to college for total of six weeks <laughs> so, I, setting records set man record. that's awesome just, it just wasn't me I mean, where, did, where did you wind up going anywhere franklin uh college franklin. in franklin indiana okay from, so. yeah you just what, what did you not like about it uh, i was i was homesick oh I, just, I was just homesick and i so i went back and lived with my uh, sister and her husband i worked at on a, at a seed corn company then unfortunately I got into partying too much, so I did that for a couple, three years. So did that. Went out to Texas for two or three years. Then my dad got sick back in whew, 42 years ago. So wow, that had been a life, and I can't do the math right now. But that's so I was I was 22 when he when he passed away with a heart attack. So I came. Wow. So I was changing, and I, I moved down to Florida from Indiana. Worked with my my brother for 25, 28 years in painting and stuff like that. Then, then fast forward when the economy kind of took it when they can. Yeah. Oh eight or oh seven or whatever it was. Yeah, it back that whole spin, spin mm-hmm. off on that. So and that's where we're at today. We just I uh, got Laura's, my wife. We got three boys. Yeah. They're all they all they've all graduated college. Uh, you know they 
they're doing okay. They're not where we would like for them to be, but it's, that's in God's hands and not ours. And we right. just got to let that go. And it's that, you know, we can't do anything about it. But as parents and you being a young father, you probably, you'll run in, you'll start running into that when you get. Yeah, you want the best for them. Oh, yeah. Want them to have everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, Absolutely. So, so we did that. <clears throat> so, all the, you know, one of them's in Virginia, one's in Atlanta, one's in Miami. So, um, you know, we'll just, we'll see. None, none of them are married. None of them are, I don't think, they're having a hard time finding uh, a relationship with somebody that they can trust. Interesting. So, yeah. They're, yeah. They're good kids, That's... man. They're good young men. No, that is, it is hard to date nowadays. You know, it's not exactly the easiest thing in the world because there are a lot of people who are in it for their own interests and not in it to, you know, oh, enjoy yeah. the other it's person just, or whatever. So it's, it's definitely a vicious, it's a vicious tough. cycle out there <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I met Laura at work, so that's, I mean, I got lucky. I mean, I met Laura wow, look so, at you, yeah. lucky dog. So we had our, just had our 30th anniversary in March. Congratulations, so, look you. at you. Yeah, trying to set a good example. It's phenomenal, trying man. Trying to set a good example. Yeah, holy crap, I think I'm, all, I'm almost at two. Wow, look at you go. Or three, three, <laughs> two and a half. Before you know it, it'll be 10 and 20. Exactly. It just flies by. I mean, those are the ones that really count, though, right? I mean, every year it counts, but really, when you hit yeah. 5, 10, when you really start jumping numbers, you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Been doing this for a while now. <laughs> yeah, because I can remember thinking, well, it'd be nice when I have 10 years and 20 and more people hear people, because you feel kind of like you're a rookie when you've been married a year or two and then like all these people. Right. Like, exactly. So. Yeah, I'm at the rookie stage. <laughs> yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. So so when you were going through school and middle school, elementary school, high school, did you play, did you play any sports? You, you mentioned yeah. cross country, but... Yeah, I played uh, baseball. I loved baseball. I actually okay. was pretty good in baseball. Awesome. Um, played basketball, played football for a couple of years. No, we had a... If you ever you ever seen the movie Sandlot? Yeah, that's about how our little our team was. We were just a bunch of ragtag, just scrappy ragtag. Yep. None of the uniforms matched. Bad news bears. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it was uh, yeah, but we were good in baseball. It was fun. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I played up through uh, high school, and we. So, uh, yeah, well, you didn't go to college long enough to play. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't get a chance to try it six weeks. <laughs> there wasn't any signing bonuses back then. Either. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but actually, I was too lazy. You know, you asked, yeah. You asked earlier, I was just too lazy. You didn't want to do it. I, I, was, I was just lazy. I mean, if I didn't mind the physical part of it, I just didn't, I didn't, I wasn't up to the challenge. So, I was not up to the challenge. So what kind of mindset like were you in back then that made you kind of like not really be into it? Uh, if you can remember. I thought, well, yeah, because I, I thought life should be easy. Okay. I thought life should be easy and you should just, you shouldn't have to, shouldn't have to get out of your comfort zone. But you need, you got to get out of your comfort zone, not to be so redundant, but that's, you've got to get out of your comfort zone. So that's zone. what kept you from doing sports outside of high school, right? Yeah. Basically. Just, just, yeah, you I knew just, other people were better, you didn't want to make exactly, yourself better. I didn't, didn't want to look bad. Yeah. Right, you were done with it. Well, they're better than me, so I'm yeah. good. Yeah, I just, I gave up before I ever started. How long, how long did that last? And uh, till I was probably, probably early 30s. Really? It lasted a long time. Yeah, you know, I just kind of, wow. yeah, early 30s. And, and what made, what, what was the, the snap? What our, was the switch? Our first son. 
Wow. Our first son. But actually, our first son is with is not with Laura. It's with another lady. Oh. So I wasn't married, yeah. Oh, that's a little surprise. Okay. Too, yeah. yeah, it is a little surprise. <laughs> I, I didn't know, but I guess it makes sense 30 years now, you say. So yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense. So when I have, right. having been, as a, that made me grow up just like that. So what, what about having a baby? But was it because you had a son or whether daughter or son? What, what made you having a baby made you feel like you needed to grow up or get out of that mindset where you you everything should be easy and it's should be a piece of cake it got to the point that life wasn't about me anymore mm. it was about somebody else putting somebody else first I like for all that. that time it was it was about me what That's I good. wanted what was best for Kent Hine mm. and what was easiest for Kent Hine right so right it just it just happened. I mean, just it was like a, you know, I'm. <clears throat> I just remember taking on this. Said I'm, I'm not going to be a loser dad. I'm going to be a, a good dad. So that's what it was. And um, and from from this point, they're not as far as you want them to be, but successful wise, like. And they, they all graduated college. Oh yeah, they're they all, got. They all did. They all go and do the jobs they wanted to do, or no, they not necessarily. Not, no, not necessarily. Not nobody really. Not a lot of people do unless you get a doctor come out of college, right? No, and doctorate or some kind of serious degree. Usually, you don't really go to that calling. It's usually something else. But, but I, I think it's really a spiritual thing. Okay. I really do with where our sons are at, because I think we. We tried to have cuddle them, and, and what you're probably trying to do with your daughter is just make sure nothing bad happens to them, mm -hmm. and that's not a good thing. Really, it's bad sometimes, yeah, because they needed to go face life. And I think God's saying, hey, "You guys are, you messed this up, man. Let me take over." Mm. And I, I'm better with it than Laura. Laura's in a tougher spot than I am. But I think being a mother, he probably would be. But being a dad, I've totally just. Said, man, it's yours. Yeah, like, and, uh, and that's it. Was just such a, it was such a load off my mind and my heart. Because you know they're in good hands. They are in good hands. Yeah, He's, I mean they're in good hands, and we, you know, they they had a good house, they had a good home. We worked, uh, tried to have good faith. Um, you know, just, just you, th you think you're doing all the right things, but sometimes it just totally blows up in your face. Yep. And, and that makes sense. I mean, that's with anything. You, you always have the best intentions, might have the best intentions for something, but might not turn out the way you thought it would. Right. But then again, like I said, you know, you taught them how to do some things that are successful. Because if not, I mean, there, how many people do you know that don't even go through high school? How many people do you know that don't even think about going to college? Or when they do, they go in for six weeks. They go in for one semester. They go in for a year. Right. They go in for two years, get their A, and go, eh. And just now you're 10000 in the hole for what again? You know what I mean? And yeah, right. so, so now they're, they're, they got their own, and I'm sure with college and with having you guys, you know, they're, they're off on their own. They're not living with you. So, I mean, that's another – I'm just throwing some things out there that are positives because <clears throat> I feel like sometimes we can be the hardest critics on ourselves. You know what I mean? And sometimes people need to feed us with some positive outlooks on what we're going through. And that is that those are a bunch of positive outlooks because there's a lot of people who really can't take care of themselves. That's unfortunately, that's true. It is very true. And, you know, I hate to say it, but it's 
not a lot of not a lot of good parents that want to be there for their kids. So I think over coddling might be bad when they hit some adversity. Mm-hmm. But the nice thing is that you guys can still be there and be like, ah, you're good, keep going. And you could still give them a thumbs up from a distance, you know, and it's still encouragement letting them know, oh, okay, they're still there. Yeah, we're, yeah. That's so it's still, you know, it's still in a way, it's better than the parent that didn't do anything, you know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of parents are like, yeah, you need to let them do whatever, but then they're never, you know, they're over here on their phone or over there, oh yeah, they're fine. You know, and I think that is, and you know, it's a little, you know, you got to be in the middle balance between those two, and I think that if you're not, I think you lean more towards the good, the good with with coddling than if you were to not pay attention. Because, um, you know, I think feeling that love and knowing that love that the child, I think that's what actually just helps people grow because they always know they have that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, man. No, I agree, <laughs> but it's just you know you you are you right. want the best. You yeah you do and and you. You're probably right. We probably are our own worst critics. You know, we're all. You are, man. Ain't no, I got no doubt about that. That's that's everybody. That's everybody in life. Trust me. Me, Roy, everybody in this gym. <laughs> that's why everybody's here rooting each other on because they know how hard it is to keep going every day or keep doing. Oh yeah, you know, you get to a certain point in your fitness and you're like, ah, it's just like life. You're like, okay, cool. I got here. It's like. It ain't done yet. <laughs> and I get here. Oh, it ain't speaking, done yet. Yeah, speaking of when you when you come into the gym, sometimes you don't want to open that door. Right. Uh, but you, when, I've never left here regretting coming. Exactly. I've never left and that's here. the thing. Yeah, that's the here. thing. I mean, it's just, it's just like life. You'll never regret keeping your head up and just plowing through or putting your head down and just plowing through whatever whatever's going on in your life. Right. Because when you finally get through it, you just you have that. It's just like coming out of a sickness. When you're sick and you're knocked down for a week and you can't do anything, those next two weeks after you're not sick anymore are like the most productive weeks you probably have all year. Because you're like, oh dude, I need to get to work. I need to do this and that, you know, and you're just so productive. So I think every valley has that, has those peaks. Yeah, eh, ebbs and flows. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, not knowing what you're gonna do is, is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I totally you, agree with that. You would you would pick something easier if it was up to left up to you. Hundred percent. Yeah, there might be one day out of the week where you're like, I really want to go hard, right? And then the rest of them, you're like, Eh, yeah, it's something yeah, easy. As long as I get a little sweat, <laughs> as long as I get one drop coming down my face, I'm good. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> so, um, I I know um we had uh, done an interview with you um you know, just about your success story, about how you went from, you know, not really doing fitness much, and then you got back into it, and then you didn't really know what to do, and now you're here, and you're kind of at home. Let's just kind of talk about your fitness journey a little bit now. Like, what, um, why did you, I mean, you said you were just lazy when you were young. When did you feel like it was finally the time to start getting into your health and fitness? Probably five years ago probably five years, five years ago. ago we started we started eating better started getting um was there anything that just prompted that well, actually part of it was, was laura she's so okay. she was trying to get her cholesterol lowered so we started eating more greens and less meat less there oil less fat um we tried to stay away from a lot of just the fried foods 
you know, we, we started that like five years ago, and she's really um, been a real trooper about it. So it's awesome, man. Yeah. So, but that's that's what you know, having a good wife or you know, her husband or whatever, or mate, whatever. You know, yeah. Whatever we're at in life, you know, it, it's tough being by yourself. Absolutely, no. So, it's definitely great to have that other person that um, is always caring about you. And I, we'd gone to some of the other franchises and things like that, but it, it nobody or would hardly even talk to you. I mean, it was just like, unless you were part of a little clique. Right. You were, you know, you just were, were nothing. So. Yeah. And the one lady that used to, that's here now, she was, used to be at one of the places. She did spin classes. That's how I remember. I remembered her face. Oh, yeah. You remember uh, Kirsten? Kirsten. Yeah, yeah she, she did. She did spin classes for a while over there yeah. until uh, 2020 after when COVID yeah. hit. They were upset. Uh, well, it's not LA Fitness anymore, so I guess yeah, it's great to sure talk it about is. it. It's eSporta now. So mm-hmm. there's a big corporation that owned LA Fitness around the clock, all these big things. Oh, really? Yeah, and they actually went bankrupt after COVID. Did they? Yeah, and someone bought them out and they I named it eSporta. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, LA, like when they were still LA Fitness, when uh, COVID was going on, and it was still, I was coming back, but like the big franchise gyms still weren't because, yeah. you know, we could branch out, only do 10 people at a time if we want to, you know, we're yeah. a private gym and they're not, obviously, they're based off of numbers. We're based off of oh, you're a number. results. Yeah, you're a number in there you're for sure. So we're based off of results and community. They're based yeah. off a of number. So, um, but she would go. Uh, she didn't want to go there for the time being because it was still. And, and obviously, um, these rooms. It's not like you got a big uh, a gym like my, like a private gym like mine, where you can just bike, uh, separate all the bikes there in that one little aerobics room, all sweating, oh, nasty. not being able to be tested yet because there wasn't these huge rapid tests that you could just do and get somebody and see it's a, it. It's a nasty room. Yeah, it's a nasty room. So she was like, I, I'm not gonna do it, and they. Um, they basically, it was kind of like a thing where she's like, okay, well, if you're going to do this, I'm not going to come back. Because they were just like kind of being rude about her not going there and just. Yeah, they may not have wanted her back. They might maybe. Have, they might have wanted to. Just roll it over, yeah, yeah because she was in the other. Yeah, you never know, man. When corporations system. move on, that it, it could very well be that kind. You're totally right. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, uh, she, she's badass on that bike. She's, she's, yeah, she's. You wouldn't think so. Wouldn't you wouldn't think so. You know, I always had a set. I always had a Did thing. You do it with her? And I told her, I, I've done, I've done spin. Not with her. Not with her. I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I've done spin, man. Spin is rough in general. It's People rough. don't realize. It's boring. It is. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's boring too. I like lifting weights and moving around. Yeah. It, it was. It, and you're. If you just want like. Me, I would probably maybe do that if I wanted to really stay on top of my fitness, maybe like once a week. If I were to do, if I really wanted to push myself, that's, it's just a, class is an extra aerobic thing. Class is only as fun as the instructor. And that's why I would do it with her. <laughs> it's the only reason, but, well, she um, was intense. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man. So, so did, now, did you do some classes with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be in her class. Oh, look at you, yeah. man. No way. Yeah. I'd be Does she class. remember you? I don't think so. No. I mean, wow. I got to tell her that you were there before, man. That's awesome. I, I never even knew does. that. Right. Did you know that? I don't think she remembers me because I mean she still saw so many people. And I hadn't been there. I hadn't been in LA for it was a while, five, four or five years because we went from there to. Uh, oh, so it was like in the beginning of when I was even before I was even over here then. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I've been in this is year five I believe, so I was over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, then we went from there to wellness, 
That, right. That was. Yeah. I'm young for the age group it's in there. Yeah. Kid's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like, all right, all right, man. I want to get some motivation. I want to get some inspiration. I feel like I'm gonna break my bones tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to be the leader of the pack. I don't want to be the leader of the pack. I want to catch up. <laughs> Oh man, no, Ken you know, was telling all the old ladies to stop looking at him. Oh man, it was, it was, it was <laughs> painful. You had to leave because Laura was getting jealous. Painful, yeah. <laughs> You're funny, man. That's good. <laughs> so, um, so you go through this fitness journey and um, you're going to all these gyms, you've been to all these different places. What makes you want to come? What makes you want to be here? What's different from What's different is at PPTC? You guys care. You guys yeah. actually care. You're not just a number. I mean, you 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 want you want what's best for us. Absolutely. So, yeah. And and you feel you feel cared about, man. And you feel like I said, you feel safe. And and you don't want somebody. You want somebody to get better. Absolutely. I mean, you guys take it personal, I think, really. Absolutely. No doubt about it, man. I mean, you're not really feel, I think you feel like you're probably not doing your job if you're not somebody's out improving. If if I were to my I think my thought in my head is I'm so extreme with what you're talking about right now mm -hmm. and how I based this business when I first started it was I'm so extreme to that extent that if I was walking the streets and I heard somebody talking about PPTC, it would literally light me on fire if they were talking negative, if it was oh, something okay. bad. Oh. Like that's, and, and in the aspect of like, we didn't do, and, and not, not in the fact that what they would say would hurt me specifically, but that I wanna put so much value and give so much to you guys and make you guys so much better mentally and physically that you wouldn't even dream of saying something negative because we've impacted your life so much. Does well, that make sense? Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. So that you're passionate about it. Exactly, and and it, it's to that it, it's yeah. to that extreme. And I've seen you guys in the morning, man. You guys are intense. <laughs> yeah, we are. You guys are intense. When you guys, are, I mean, you don't just talk about it. You guys. Do hey, it. I was just about to say that, man. I I feel like that is one of the biggest things among all personal trainers right now in general like any gym you go to they don't whatever they're trying to put you through like you better be able to do it and do it better like I, if i'm going through if i'm trying to show you something and i'm expecting you to do it with the same amount of weight body weight whatever it is and i'm struggling through it and i can't actually do it like it should look like a breeze and when you go to do it like wow how'd you make that look so easy like that's I should be able to demonstrate the correct way to do something and actually do the workout to a full extent. Like, and if I'm training athletes, I should be one of the fastest, or I should move one of the fastest, or I should be one of the strongest. Like, it's just something I feel. Right. Like, you should live the part well, that I you're agree. trying to tell people. I agree. So be I'm truthful, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's why we feed it, what we feed into it. Yeah. I really appreciate that. But you no, know, and, and, I think uh, a lot of people. I'm not. I'm just saying facts like the other gyms they try and sell keep selling you on a personal trainer and you charge by the hour. I watched them. Yep. I, I'm not paying extra money right. to have somebody watch me do what I do and they take me one machine to the next. Exactly. That's not that's it's not even a workout. It's not a workout. No. Not at all. It doesn't get you moving. No. Doesn't I mean, get your blood flowing. It's not a 
it's not a social hour when you come here. You got your work. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you got a community that's pushing you, and you're there to work. Yeah. 100%. If they don't, then they probably don't hang around very long. I don't know. I don't. You're right. It's not their, it's not their, it's not their vibe. No. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Exactly. I mean, it's not the place where you just come and put headphones on and think you're going to be just chilling by yourself. No, that's not, <laughs> not what PPTC is about. Absolutely not. No, I, can't. I think you're going to do well. You know, anything I can do to help, man. No, oh, no, I appreciate that, man. You, you're helping out just being the person you are and coming here and giving 110% every day. That's all we need. <laughs> That's all we need, man. So, um, you know, we talked a lot about your life. We talked a lot about this journey um, just to kind of give people the big picture about Kent and just leave them on a strong note. Where do you want to leave your legacy? Where do you want to leave your mark in this world? I, I think uh, I want to be known as a spiritual person, a joyful person that tried to make people better, mm. tried to help them first. And, you know, the family is important, but, you know, it's just sometimes you can't drag your family with you because they don't want to go. So, and I've kind of accepted that as I get older in mm. life and things. It's, it's surprising how you, as you get a little bit older, the priorities change because you get different perspective. I just wanted, I, I want to be known as somebody that tried to make people happy, man, and joyful, and, and carefree, and enjoy life, and don't take it so serious. That's so good. So. That's good, Kent. And to be someone who's connected to you well, and knows you, and has personal contact with you, you do that for us here. Thank you. So you're you are doing you are putting out what you, what you're what you're wanting to put out, man. That no doubt about it, Kent. Thank you. No, and thank you for your time, and loved having you on here, man. I love being here.